situations turn our lives around move us extremely forward lord let us advance in ways that we even cannot imagine your word declares that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ever ask or think about blow our imaginations lord in the name of jesus as you use us for your work blow our minds blow our mind your word says that i has not seen Neither has it entered into any heart of man what you have for your people, Lord. Let us see it manifest in our lives in the name of Jesus. We bless you. We thank you. As we come before your word, speak to every heart here. Challenge us. Challenge us and stir us up for great things, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Say a louder amen. Wow, you may be seated in the presence of God. Well, tonight, unfortunately, is the final night of our, our convention. But it's not the final day or final moment for God to reach us. Can somebody say amen? I know that God has started many great things in our lives. And the Bible says that he who has begun a good thing. I say he who has begun a good thing. Have you been in a situation where somebody started something good but the person did not finish it? Somebody started to do something good for you then suddenly they changed their minds halfway. Your boss was saying something good then suddenly he remembered something then he changed the plan. But the Bible says this guy who has begun a good thing, he's faithful to bring it to a perfect end. 
God who has started a good thing in our lives, he is faithful. He will bring it to a perfect end. I will see you at that perfect end. I said I will see you at that perfect end. Your perfect end and my perfect end. It means whatever the logical conclusion of the matter is, God will see that we get there. Amen. So it will happen to all of us. Let's just trust God and let's serve him. Hallelujah. It's good to see some new faces tonight. Especially faces that I've not seen for a minute. You know, I haven't seen for a minute, but I'm happy to see you. Amen. If you are the one that I'm happy to see, just smile back at me and just know it's you. Amen. Wow. <laughs> what a blessing. Oh, thank you, my, my wife. It's been a minute. <laughs> but in these days, we've been talking about doing something great for God. Because the Bible says that those who know they are God, they will be strong and they will do exploits. So it says that a group of people are going to come, even in the face of adversity, in the face of difficulty, because they know God. Two things are going to manifest. Their strength is going to manifest. It says they will be strong. I see you being strong. When people are falling, may you be the last man standing. I said when people are falling, may you stand. When people are standing, may you be the standard. Yeah. Let it happen to you. It says they, they will be strong. You know, as we are going on in life, life is presenting us with more and more reasons to fall away from God. It's only the strong who will survive. And you will be one of the strong people who will survive. Sometimes business gets so hectic, you feel like there's no time for God. But if you are strong, you will survive. Sometimes school gets so difficult. You feel, oh, let me make some more time for school. But if you are strong, you will survive. That's how life is. Satan is not taking a break. Satan realizes that his time is limited. So he's doing everything possible. You know, it's like you are playing soccer and then you are maybe one go down. And you feel that, look, the time is finishing. You start to run faster. You start to put in more effort, hoping that you can equalize and perhaps win the game. That's what Satan is doing in this season that as time is going, he's realized that his time is limited. So he needs to even upgrade. Yeah, upgrade. A lot of sins and evils have been upgraded now. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've been upgraded now. Pornography has been upgraded. Smoking has been upgraded. Drinking has been upgraded. Mr. D delivers alcohol now. Wow. That's an upgrade. They've updated the apps. Do you see? So if you are not strong, you will fall away. But Bible says those who know their God, they will be strong. Not only will they be strong, but they will do exploits. They will do amazing. An exploit is an amazing achievement. I say you are achieving something great. They will do great things. They will achieve great, they will accomplish great things because they know the Lord. And I said this year, let us attempt to achieve something great for God. Yeah. You know, because what is great to you may not be great to God. Luke 16, 15, Jesus said, you are those, the things which are highly esteemed among men 
among human beings are an abomination. That which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination unto God. You know, sometimes, you know, one day I preached, I preached somewhere many years ago. I preached somewhere and I was preaching in the morning and in the evening. So, um, after I finished preaching in the morning, the pastor's wife decided to make lunch for me. Okay? And as he were, I was talking to the shepherds. He keep, kept pressing, lunch, lunch, lunch. So I was wondering that, ah, me, when I'm in my church, I go the whole day without eating. No. This lunch that they are giving me so much pressure to come. Even last Sunday when I came here, I, I think, I don't know, I said to my wife, I'm hungry. Then she said, okay, she's bringing me. So she went to buy food. Then she asked me, so when she was going, she asked me, will you eat the food? I said, oh, if you bring it, I'll eat it. So I was, as soon as she brought, by the time she brought the food, I started working. I didn't eat the food till I left here. Do, do you get it? So as she was pressing me for the lunch, I was thinking, man, what's the big deal? But I said, look, you are a visitor. Behave properly. So I went with this pastor's wife to the food. Now, when I got to the food, she started to tell me about the food. This is pumpkin. This is a uh, pumpkin. It's from Jerusalem. This is a uh, beetroot. This is the beetroot that Judas tasted when he went to meet the high priest. This is, um, what's the name of the green one? The spinach. Is it spinach? Spinach with some cream. This is the spinach that was planted in the Garden of Eden. She showed me everything. And she looked very excited. So I was just watching. But nothing on the table excited me. Not, I, not that it, I, I couldn't, I, I don't eat any of those things. I don't know how to eat any of those things. What kind? I don't know. I, I don't know how to eat it. No, not that. Not that it's not nice. Don't get the picture wrong. I don't know how to eat it. So I just look at everything like that in shock. So I sat down. The pastor also sat down. Then now there's pressure on me to eat. Fortunately, she had some chicken on the side. So I took a piece of chicken into, into my plate. And then I, I filled my glass with, I think, Coca-Cola or something. Then I started to tell stories. Yeah, I started to tell them stories. When I take one small piece, in, then I'll tell a story. Tell them this story. Tell, and my stories never get finished. I told them stories. By the time they realize it's time for us to be preaching at the next place. So, oh, time is, so let's go. When we come, we'll eat later. When we come, it's not like we will eat the thing on the table. It's an abomination to me. I can't eat it. But I, I didn't want to disrespect them because to them, it was great. Even the way the husband was eating and smiling. And so this is just a message to you. If you throw a party and I come, know that I don't, I don't eat these things. Just simple food is good for me. Rice and chicken, you will always be fine. That's all. If you are not sure, mix it together. It becomes jollof rice. We just eat. We'll all be happy. I don't eat sophisticated things, surprisingly. Just simple things. 
But what I'm saying is that the person had made, I, I think I've gone somewhere before where they made food and then they put it in the middle of the church. No, let me not mix two stories. There was one, they put us on the stage. So the whole church is here and then we are on the stage. Yeah, I started telling stories. Oh, do you remember when Alibaba had 40 thieves? Let me tell you the names of the thieves. Thief number one is this one. Thief number two is this one. Thief number three is this. By the time I finish naming all the 40 thieves, it's time to preach again. That's all. So here Jesus is saying that sometimes some things look great to us, but to God, to God. So God will start telling us stories. Instead of answering our prayers, he'll start telling us stories. Why? Because we brought an abomination before him. Because what you thought was great to God is not great. Me, a simple man like myself, people can make food and I don't think it's it's great in their eyes, but me, as I look at it, I'm wondering, what, what, why the effort? You could have just bought rice. Rice here, grilled chicken here. You won't go wrong. That's all. Oh, I want to show you that I've gone to learn how to cook in a culinary school. I'll make this. You make it, you see, we don't know how to eat. Not that it's not nice, though. My mother didn't teach me how to eat that one. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Hallelujah. Now we have to look at God and say, what is great to God? What great thing can we do? Can we use our lives to attempt for God? And I explained to you that to attempt means to put in an effort, to try, to just try, try. And God is asking us, let us try something great for him. Just try. You may succeed. You may not succeed. But at least try. Put in the effort. Try. Put in a shift to accomplish something for him. I told you some of these courses, when you do it, even when you fail, they give you a certificate of participation. Because before you can even qualify to write the final exam, you would have skipped through a couple of things. So when an employer sees that you have even attempted the course before, they have more respect for you than the person who never never participated, has never taken the course before. It means there are some basic things you don't know because you have not attempted it. So let us even attempt something for God. And I said, let us attempt to build a great house. Let's build something that the Bible calls great for the Lord. So we read from 2 Timothy 2, 20. The Bible says, but in a great house. So when the Bible is describing the house of God, it describes it as something great. And it says, in a great house, they are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but of wood and of earth. Some to honor and some to dishonor. Some of the vessels are to honor, some are to dishonor. But it says, let's build a, build a great house. So I said, this year, let's make an effort. The whole church, everybody together, let's put in a ship. To build a great house for God. I say a great house is a large house. In some versions of the Bible, it says, in a large house. In a large house. One day, we're going to drop somebody at home. And the person said, where is your house? Because usually, when you are taking people home, you assume that they know their house. 
No, no, no. They know the footpath to their house or the taxi route. But if you are driving, you make one wrong turn, they won't find their house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they are lost forever. Because when they are coming from home, they pass behind somebody's house and appear on the next street. So if you pass this other side, they are lost. You'll be going back and forth and you can't find the house. So I asked this brother, do you know, do, do you know you? I said, yes. I said, show me a landmark. Because we had been looking for the house for some time. Then he said, my house is next to a very big house. So we started to look for big houses. Yeah, it's like the house is the main house. It's a big house. So we started to look for big houses. Eventually, by the grace of God, we found the supposed big house. And then he said, as soon as he saw that, ah, I'm on this street. I'm on this street. I'm on this street. Then we turned into the street, went a little, then that was his house. He said, glory be to God. A big house stands out. I said, a big house stands out. A big church stands out. A large church stands out. If we can believe God and build a large house for him, it will stand out. Hallelujah. It will stand out. It will be outstanding. Everybody will see it. That this is a big house. Hallelujah. And I said to you that in December, the prophet gave us a vision that everybody should build a church of at least 1,000 members. 1,000 members. If you like go through Marysburg, you, you, you may not find churches that have a thousand. You may find a couple. I can't see. I mean, we've not been everywhere. You may find a couple of them, but you will not find many churches. I remember when I first came here in 2017, we we're going to have a books conference and we we're going from church to church. Some of the churches we saw, I mean, I knew them from outside as big churches. But when we got into the churches, they were not. This, and if you are not experienced, when you see a church, you can easily think it's big. I've learned by experience to count the number of chairs in every time I want to know the number of chairs that are there. Every time. How many chairs are there? Because there can't be more people than chairs. If somebody were to come here to say, oh, the whole church is full. That's what the person will say. But I can tell from, as I'm telling, I've already counted the chairs that don't have anybody sitting on, just by default. I've just numbered it somewhere in my mind. So when we finish, you come and tell me, there were 932 people in the church. I'll say, eh, okay, in the church, there are a total of X number of chairs, minus 17 empty chairs. Immediately, we have the number. Do you get it? So you will be surprised that there, there are not so many big churches around, which is unfortunate. Do you get it? It's, an, it's unfortunate. And we must believe God to build something big for the Lord so that somebody, another church can see and be encouraged and say, we can also build something big for God. We can also build something big for God. I would be excited if all the pastors in Marysburg would join us and say, let's all build big churches for God. That the whole year, all pastors we are on, instead of fighting all this government, um, the service delivery, fighting all these political fights, which have nothing to do with us as pastors. 
and as ministers. It affects us, but it's not our fight. Our fight, we only have a say when it's time to vote. If you vote and you put an idiot in power, just be ready for idiotic ideas. That's all. It's a very simple thing. Don't go on the street and toy toy. You voted for the idiot. Be prepared for idiotic governance. That's it. And concentrate on the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what the Lord has given to us. So I wish we could. Oh, I used to belong to a pastor's fraternity. Fraternity. I, I think even in this city, this, this one may be the third or something that like I've been at. There's been an attempt to get me to be part of. I went a couple of times. Now the whole thing is becoming the mayor politics. I said, ah. I thought we were coming together to share ideas on how to grow our churches and let the gospel go across. Now we are into, we are even now trying to become president. I said, oh, no, 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 no. This one doesn't work for me. I backslid for like two months. By the time I came back, yeah, I, I, I wasn't even stopping. I was stopping in a, like a psychedelic way. So I started to miss the meetings. So I miss a couple, then I'll show up yeah. once. Then just when they want to cancel my name, then I show up. <laughs> so he's still there, member. So I went away once for like two months. By the time I came, they had closed it down. Yeah. But I wish we would all join us as Christians to build large churches for God because God counts it as great. And says, one of the main characteristics of a large church is that there are variety of vessels. There are, one is that there are vessels. You see, a large house is not just filled with things, but it's filled with vessels. A vessel is a carrier, something that carries things. A vessel is not, uh, it's not like a flower or a fan or a book. or a, No, a vessel. Where's my bottle? This is a water vessel. What does it do? It carries water. It carries water. It carries. So a vessel carries something. It carries something. It says there are different types of vessels in the house. Different types of carriers in the house. People who carry other people. Yeah. That's a vessel. It says there are different types. I told you some time ago we had white people in the church. We have to have them back. Amen. Bring back all our... You see that when you go Dr. Kintu, he has advertised, bring back lost lover. Yes, we are also advertising. Bring back our white people. <laughs> Do you know Dr. Kintu? Dr. Kintu is a specialist doctor from Uganda. Yeah, he's a doctor from Uganda. He was a very popular doctor in the Eastern Cape. Every day I'll hear his name and see his name on posters. Dr. Kintu. So anytime I, I'm preaching, I thought it was a, just a name. So anytime I, I'm preaching, I use Dr. Kintu as an example. Then one day somebody heard me preach. A person told me, I will show you Dr. Kintu. I said, you are joking. So I, I will take you to Dr. I'll show you Dr. Kintu. So I was standing at a place with him. Then he said to me, you see that guy coming. I had even forgotten that he had told me he would show me Dr. King too. You see, because it didn't happen. It was just like a sequence of events. So later, I had forgotten that he had even told me. So you see that guy coming. Do you know him? I 
myself, am I supposed to know him? So, oh, yes. So, who is he? So, that's Dr. Kintu. I said, you are lying. <laughs> I mean, such a big doctor cannot be such a small-bodied guy. I said, yes, that's Dr. Kintu. So, I said, no, it's not true. He said to me, I'll prove to you that this is Dr. Kintu. So, we were standing there when this Dr. Kintu guy came to where this guy was. And he's, in fact, the guy told him he's going to this office. That's his office. So you let's stand here. He will pass here. When he got there, then this guy said to him, Dr. Kintu. Then he just turned around. Then he shook hands with the guy. Yeah. I was just standing there, starstruck. Then he asked, this, this my guy asked Dr. Kintu that, how is business? Then he said, oh, he just came back from Uganda. That's how I knew that he's from Uganda. His brother is Idi Amin Dada. He, that's how I knew that he's from Uganda. He said, oh, he just came back from Uganda. So the guy asked, have you brought more powers? Then he started to laugh. You know, you have his business, Moses. You have to do something. Hey! I was just, I didn't say, me. Me. If you know me, there's no time that I don't have a word to speak. But that day, I couldn't even see. I was just shocked watching them like that. I was starstruck. And they took Dr. Kintu. But Dr. Kintu is famous for bringing back lost lovers. I'm saying that let's also go on a campaign to bring back all our lost members. Lost members. We used to have colored members with blue and green eyes. Yeah. Now my colored, they are, they are doing load shedding. Load shedding level six has affected all of them. Their eyes are now black. Open your eye, let me see. Black. At least you still have some color. I don't want to talk about the other. They, 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 they. We are coming to Indians. Yeah, we used to have colored. Look. They, they, there was one small girl, I forgot what her name was. She used to, Michaela. She used to amaze me so much. Is it Michaela? Kayla. The small one, not the. Yes. Her eyes. Sometimes I used to open her eyes to just look. Is it really? Blue eyes. Who? Who, who Nita? Let me finish talking about the colors. We'll come to the rest. Bring all of them back. Bring all of them back. Bring all of them back. Yeah, bring them back. We used to have Indians. 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 With real Indian hair. The way you know an Indian, I told you. I told you, the way you know an Indian is that when you see the Indian, you want to touch the hair. The hair hasn't told you anything. Even you are not into hair. But as soon as you see the Indian, you want to. You want, I was asking, my, my wife works with a lot of Indians. I said, do they even go to the salon? What do they go for? Because the hair is already made. It's already made. Not this type of Indians that we have nowadays, you don't know. They have to take an ID to bring out their grandfather's name to tell you that they are, they are of Indian 
descent and origins. Hey. Between them and Gandhi is about 53 people. So if at every step it, from Gandhi to Indira Gandhi, then by the time it comes, oh, bring back our Indians, bring back our Indians, bring back our Indians. We used to have French speaking Congolese in the church. French speaking, not, not this present Congolese that you don't know. Which you always have to ask. Congo Brazzaville or Congo Mobutu's Congo, Kinshasa or Brazzaville. When you meet them, you have to ask them: Is it Kinshasa or Brazzaville? Well, once you start asking these questions, it means you are not sure. I mean, French-speaking Congolese. That when I'm preaching, I have to say some things in French. You know, when you go to a place, when you go to a like I preach in a place two weeks ago. As I was preaching, they couldn't believe that I'm from that place. So at a point, I had to come up with one or two of their words to let them know that, look, look, once upon a time, I was from here. Do, 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 do you get it? Once upon a time. Because when I, when, usually when you preach in some of the, one of the songs they speak, one of these um, joyous celebration songs, they say it's very common that they sing. Oh, Wabona Kala Tina Sofa. No, not that one. <laughs> oh, one of our joyous songs. They like singing. It's popular. It's international. Wahambanati. Eh, Wahambanati. Oh, Wahambanati. Tiabonga. They like singing it. And yeah, everywhere. Everywhere you go. Once they hear you are from South Africa, they will sing that song. To let you know that, aha, uh -huh. do you get it? So when they sing it, you say when they sing it, and then you see, see ya bonga Jesu, see ya bonga gonya mazulu, see ya bonga Jesu, then they say, oh yeah 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 yeah. So after all this drama, I needed to show them that look, me too, I know some of their things. So I released one or two of their words. In fact, I had an interpreter. So the interpreter said something which I felt was not the correct one. Then I forced to say it in the correct. They all look at me. Yo, after church, one old man came to me. Do you, do, do, did you say you are from here? I said, yes, I, I've been from here before. <laughs> you don't worry. I've been from here before. Yeah. So I had French people in the church that I can speak French with. That's how Lungani learned one French. Kaka, that was all. Only one Kaka, that's all. Now I'm left with Justine and only Pastor Melly. Only two of them. And who? Oh, by marriage. Oh, Sava? Oh, it was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My girl, my girl. My girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, 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 good. Good. She's doing well. Oh, she's doing well. Yeah. Bring back all our Congolese. Bring back all our Congolese. Bring back. It's a great house. We used to have a big Zimbabwean crowd. Yeah, a big that's when that's when we learned those Zimbabwean words. What are our Zimbabwean words? Justice. 
against. Do, do you remember when we learned against? Sikisti. Against. Sikisti. Um, oh, that one is from Jacob Zuma. Please, please, please. That's when we learned all these words that made us. I mean, we just say it, we laugh, and we are all happy. Yeah. Yeah, tricky stuff. And all this, we learned it from that, from, from all this. Bring back all our shonazim. Bring them back. It is a great house. Bring all of them back. Yeah, bring them back. They had some other song. Icho Kwali is from them, ne? Uh-huh. How did you register with me that much? Icho Kwali is from, yeah. So that we can sing Icho Kwali and we understand what, what does he mean, by the way? What does he mean? It's true. God is great. Yeah. Icho Kwali, You guys. Maria Rimbo. No, we'll sing it. Wait, wait. Wait. Bring back all my Itokwali singers. Bring them back. Bring them back. Bring them back home. Bring them back home. Bring them back home. That's a great house. Yeah. Then we can sing the song. What you sing that song? They want to sing that. Sing that song. I'm taking a break. Sing the song for them. Sing it for them. By now, would have had some ten Zimbabweans dancing for us all. song. We always sing it on International Sundays. That's the one I'm looking for. Not Icho Kwali. There was one Zimbabwean song. Every International Sunday, it comes. Anywhere. Whether Rikita Madimoni. Rikita. Aha! Aha! That's the original one. Rikita Madimoni. Rikita. Yes! Ah, you are here. You didn't remind me. You, he knows the song. Yeah! Yeah, then they'll be shooting. Yeah, Rikita Madi money, Rikita, Rikita Madi money, Rikita, 
Rikita, Rikita, do you remember it? Please, do you remember how it is sung? How do they start? How do we start? How do we start? How do we, how, how, how do we start? Where is the starting? It's the same Itokwalie. Uh, and then it goes to Rikita. Oh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. No problem. So we were not lost. Do you see that it's good we made an attempt? Yeah, we were not lost. So how do we get to this Tendarera? Uko, uko. Aha, uko, uko, uko. Uko. Uko, uko, uko. Uko. Rikita Madi Money. Rikita. Rikita Madi Money. excited right now. That's the excitement of a great house because of the variety. Because of the variety. If we are all the same, okay, all of us are Zulus. All of us are Zulus. It's nice, but it's not nice enough. If you were to go home and your mother gave you food, all the food is pap. It's food alright, but you wanted something else to mix with it. Is that not the case? Yeah. So, if all of us were Zulus, we'll hear stories about Shaka Zulu, then we'll hear stories about Zuelatini, His Excellency Zuelatini. The new Zuelatini is which one? Yeah, His Excellency Mrs. Zulu. Something like that. Yeah. Then it's finished. And Zuelinki is okay, no problem. Then it's finished. But when they are Zulus, Sutus, Pedis, Osses, Twanes, if we didn't have process, how would you know that Corsa is a temperament? How would you know? How would you know? How would you know? How would you know that Corsa is a temperament on its own? How would you know? Yeah, we are all Zulus. We will all be speaking monotone. But we need some process to add some sharpness some, some, if they're quiet, all of them were singing auto. It won't be nice. Somebody has to sing a high, high, some, the high people are which one? Soprano. Yes. Hallelujah. How would you know? Some of the nicest people I know are crosses. No, I'm serious. Once you can get past their temperament or get used to it, some of the nicest people are. No, no, no. You have to know to know that they don't mean any evil. It's just, that's how the volume is high. 
them since 2004. Yeah, I'm actually one of them. Yeah. How would you know? So it's the variety, the different thing, different people, different people we are all mixing. That's what makes the place beautiful. Yeah. yeah. If the whole body was one member, where, where would be the eye? The whole body, like your whole body is just one. So your whole body is, is, is stomach. So when you are coming, you'll be rolling. You'll be rolling like a ball. Roll like that. I had a teacher when I was in, I think, grade 8 or 9. When he asked a question, and you don't, I think grade 8. When he asked a question, you don't get it right. Call you to the phone. Tell lie down like a fish and roll like a ball. Yeah, so you lie down, then you just push you, and then you have to be rolling like that, like a ball. So if you, the whole body was stomach, we would just be rolling. When we are coming, we'll be rolling. So you can't stop. Oh. If you have to stop, you have to bump. You bump some. If you don't take time, you can't even bust. It's the different variety that makes it beautiful. Variety that makes it beautiful. A cross-section of students. A cross-section of workers. A cross-section of older people. A cross-section of younger people. Without a cross. It will just be, but can you imagine? That's why we all stopped going to the churches our parents went to. Because we saw them as elderly. All the songs are old. We can't even understand. We don't know the words when they sing. Oh, I went to a school where you are forced to sing all these songs. Up to today, I don't know a lot of them. The only one I know is songs of God. Here is holy word. Gather around the table of the Lord. Eat his body, drink his blood. And we'll sing the song of That's the one I know. We don't know this. Even, even the, when, now that I'm matured, when I listen to the words, I say, look, a human being cannot write this unless he's under the inspiration of God. Yeah, you can't even, the words are so rich. You say, well, captain of Israel's host and guide of the, who seek the land above we, within thy shadow we abide. The cloud of thy eternal. Beneath the, uh, look at it. Captain of Israel's host and guide. And guide of all who seek the land above. Beneath thy shadows we are, thy shadow we are by. Thy, thy, the cloud of thy protecting life. Our strength, thy grace. Our rule, thy word. Our end, the glory of the Lord. Look, look at, do you, when they ask you a question in school, do you write these words? This words don't even, you can say the same thing that they are saying, but you can't say it in these words. You can't say, say, our strength is from thy grace. That's what he's saying. Our strength, you would have written, the grace of God is my strength. And I am ruled by the word of God. My end will be the glory of the Lord. That's what you would have written. But somebody under, our strength, thy grace, our rule, thy word, our end. Glory. Look at even the power, even just repeating the words. Look at the power that is coming out of just the words of somebody. You think it's a scripture. It's not a scripture. It's not from the Bible. It's just somebody, the way he feels about God, he has written it. How he feels about God, he has put it on paper. But all these songs are in our parents' church. But we don't want to go there. 
Even when we are there, they say, because all of them are old. They see, we can't even hear the words. You know old people have a way of singing without opening their mouth. You can't even hear what they are singing. But bring a few young people into the mix. It will tell our strength, thy grace, thy word, and the glory of the. Immediately you start to feel life, mixture of the old and the young. Then life starts to come. That's why we need a, a house with varying type of members. Hallelujah. So let's go out with the mind that this is what we want to build for God. Uh, look, a, a church that you can just say, all fathers are having a prayer meeting. When you come, there are hundred fathers here. Just fathers. Just fathers. Not that on Father's Day, we are looking for fathers. When, when, when we can't find ourselves, so, so, okay, Musa, come and be a temporary father. Come, one father, one. Father, can we get a father? Say to... Father too. Say, so where are your children? Oh, they are on Facebook. Please go and sit down. Yeah. Oh, we now have to use illegal fathers. No. Yeah. That we can see. Oh, who are those? Like I said, this year I want every Friday there should be an all night prayer going on here. And I've set a structure in place and it's rolling. We should be able to say, all wives are coming to have an all night, and there are enough wives to come and pray till the morning. Why not? All firstborn child, all firstborn children, they are coming to have a meeting. Why not? Those things are possible when you have a great house. Because there's no group that is a minority. There's no group. And I said, one of the keys of a great house is that we must be accommodating to everybody. Everybody. I said today, I'll give you one or two keys. I'll give it to you. Don't worry. We must be accommodating to everybody. We must be tolerant to everybody. What does it mean? It means be aware of your neighbor. Be aware of your neighbor. Beware of your neighbor means be careful of your neighbor. Be aware of your neighbor. Yeah, be aware. Once you are there, this your neighbor. One and one of the common things that brings division is language. Language. If you remember the people who built the Tower of Babel, they were building, they were one, they were together. When God wanted to stop them, He didn't bring rain, thunder, fire. No, no, no. He just confused their languages. He changed their language. Gave these people Zulu. Gave these people Kosa. Gave these people Shona. Then then they started to fight. They started to fight. So one of the things that brings division is language. And I'm saying in a great house, be aware of your neighbor. If it's just you and your brother there, you can speak your Zulu and be free. Or speak your Kosa or your Shona or, or even your tree and be free. That one is not a problem. You can meet and say, it is saying, eh, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah, yes. No problem. But once another person comes who doesn't speak the language, immediately you must switch to a language which is common to everybody. You know, in London, 
when you sit in the red bus or even in the train, it is written in the train. Do not speak in a, do not speak loudly in a foreign language that your neighbor cannot understand. Yeah, it's like they've, it's on the bus. They've written, once you lift your AC, is there. Say, don't speak loud. Suddenly, we are all sitting in the back. The common language in, in England is English. Then suddenly, you have such a Hey! The last time we heard people say there was a bomb. No, I'm, t- I'm serious. The last time a group of people, we heard them say, there was a bomb. So don't, see, don't speak in a language that we don't understand on the train. If you want to, then don't come on the train. Yeah. One day I was traveling from New York to Zurich. And when I passed the last checkpoint, I saw about seven of some guys. I look at where I say, hey, can I? And it was exactly one month after September 11th. Exactly one month. September 11th was on the 11th of September. This was on the 12th of October. Just the next month. I said, hey, where I've reached, can I return? Because the way they are here and they were happy. I say, hey, what is going to happen on this flight? What is, what is it that is making them happy? Because there's nothing. You are just on the, um, the hangar. You are just going to go down into the flight. <laughs> what is their motivation? So, because I couldn't return, I went onto the flight with them. When I sat down, I started to mark all of them wherever they are sitting. Everywhere. Nine hours of flying from New York to Zurich. I didn't sleep even once. I was just watching all of them. Just in case any of them stands up. Because a month ago, one of them stood up and there was a boom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave my life to Jesus again just in case. Just in case it goes sideways, at least I'll get to heaven. Yeah. So, once your neighbor is there, speak in a language that everybody will understand. Because once you start speaking a language that the next person doesn't understand, the person begins to feel, are you talking about me? Are you saying something you don't want me to hear? Are you this? Are you that? The person begins to have questions because we're all, we're all sharing a joke right now. We're all happy now. And then suddenly you've turned to your neighbor. Hey. So what did you say? Oh, nothing. Hey. And then he, he laughs. And I don't get a joke. Hey. Immediately, it brings division. It brings division. And I said to you, of course, there are some things in our languages, if you take it into English, it doesn't work. It loses the strength. There are things like, they showed me one when I was here on Tuesday, that when you say it means you are disrespectful, you are being disrespectful. Utwaela wena. Utwaela what? Aha. If you have to use something, you have to explain to the next person, there's this thing. This is what it means. Then the person begins to feel cool. But it's not like as we are there, then you speak some harsh words. Hey, what are they saying that they can't say for all of us to hear? Hey, it brings what? Division. Let's learn to speak in a language that all of us, all of us will understand. 
will understand. If you can't say that thing in English, you don't want the person, don't say it when the person is there. That's all. You, you say, oh, Bishop, but I don't mean anything evil. Yes, so keep it and say it later. When it's just you and your homeboy. That's all. Because you are in a big, in a small house, you can do that. But in a big house, you cannot do that. Hallelujah. Now, I said that to achieve this, number one, we must become so a soul-winning church. A church that wins souls regularly all the times, like we are just out to win souls. Because where are the 1,000 people going to come from? We have to go and win them. It's not like one day God is just going to arrive with a big train, show Sholoza, and pour the people into the church. No! We have to go out there and win them. We have to go there and win all of them and bring them into the church. That's the only way they can be in the church. That's the only way the family can become bigger. That's the only way we can see 1,000 people sitting in the church. To become so a soul-winning church. And I explained yesterday that there's a difference between a soul-winning church and a church that wins souls. A church that wins souls is a church that when the opportunity comes, we win souls. But a soul-winning church is like a tax. It's always looking for passengers. Always looking for passengers. One passenger goes out, they pick another passenger. As I've been sitting in my car before where a taxi conductor has come to tell me, we are going to town. Where are you going? Town. You are, uh, join our taxi. I should get off from my car and join the taxi. That's what we must become. A church that wins souls all the time. If you are in the church and your pastor is not letting you win souls, ask your pastor that were you not at Proton Convention? Did you not hear what Bishop said that we must become a soul winning church? Where soul winning is the thing we do the most. Hallelujah. Bible says he that wins souls is wise. It is wisdom to win souls. Yeah, it's wisdom to win souls. Why? Because in every church, people keep living. People keep living. I mean, just come to the church. It's just a normal, people will go, people will come. People will go, people will come. People keep living. If you don't win souls and put them in, your church will be empty. Yeah, it's normal. Some of even the world, sometimes they live because maybe they have a problem with the church. Sometimes they live because they are the problem. And they can't fit in anymore. Hallelujah. Yeah. Sometimes people live. One day we were sitting here when a guy left suddenly. And be careful of people who live suddenly. There's always something chasing them. I say it again. Be careful of people who live suddenly. Every time something is chasing them. We're sitting here one day when a certain guy left us. We were also, look, he sat in my office, discussed some ideas, plans with me, plenty now. The next, by the weekend, when I'll say, where's the guy? He has left. He has even left the whole city. Oh, we were all in shock. Later, we found out he has duped people, business. He has duped so many people around. His number is up. Yeah. I say it again. <laughs> you don't like it when I tell you the truth, eh? Yeah, you always think that the pastor is the reason why people leave the church. There's another reason. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he had disappeared. Later, we found out that he has tried to do business with this person, taking money, and then dead. So now, finally, all the people are wow, they want to collect their money. He had to relocate from the place. Meanwhile, when, he, when you get, he'll give you, he'll give you a nice story, you know. I was looking for a job. Suddenly, they've called me, and then I've gone for it. 
One guy, one day he left suddenly. He, those who live in the night. <laughs> he left suddenly. Three months later, we found out he had impregnated somebody in the church and a big beast was coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ha. Look, I've been a Christian for so many years. <laughs> Seven. But you see, I've been pastoring for at least 20 years. So if nothing at all, I've seen cycles. Some cycles are three-year cycles. Some cycles are five-year cycles. Some cycles are seven-year cycles. Some are 10, some are 13. You see, so in 20 years, it's more like if we are dealing with three-year cycles, it means I've seen about six, seven of those three-year cycles. If we are dealing with five-year cycles, it's likely I've seen five, four of them on my fifth one. If, if we are dealing with 13-year cycles, it's possible that I've done one full cycle before. Yeah. If I started, maybe this is my third year, you so at least 20 years of pastoring in South Africa. You forget about the pastoring I did before I came to South Africa, of pastoring in South Africa. I've seen the cycle. See, they live without, the next, the time you hear they are living there on the bus, give it time. Don't even stress, don't beat yourself. Just give it time. By the time you realize, the stories will start coming. If it's a pregnancy, nine months, it will be out. There will be a baby walking around. Pastor Melly, no, oh, you, it's just a matter of time. Just give it time. That's the church. That's the church. People, you see, that's, that's what makes the prodigal son a very special character in the Bible. Because he's the one who, when he realized he had made a mistake, he owned up to the mistake. Usually, people don't own up to their mistakes. They don't own up to their wrongs. So once I've done wrong, because the church is not a military barracks or it's not a cult as some people say it is, I can just relocate to Grahamstown, join a church there where nobody knows me, and I start from zero. So why should I stay for this problem to grow up and come and meet me? Yeah, so they just put two, two, and two, and two together, and then boom, they are gone. So if we don't keep winning souls and bringing fresh people in the church, you will sit in an empty church. Some of, even some of, look, so this person is a very prominent member. Look, prominent members live. Prominent, look, one of our churches, one of our churches, one of our churches, one of our big churches, one of them, we had to buy that land in an emergency. Emergency. So we needed money urgently. One of the people who gave, look, bulk money to buy the land. If you look at the money the person gave to buy the land, you will tell yourself, this person can never leave the church. Today, that person has left. That person, prominent people leave. Today is not those who live here. I'm just telling you. That's why we must win more souls. So that more people are coming in. More people are coming More people are coming in. More people are coming in. Yeah. More people are coming in. Some of you, your prominent members from last year. This year, you can't find them. This, they were like your main people. Oh. When you move, you step on them to, for, for stability. This year, you just want Christmas. I don't know how many chickens they ate during Christmas. You can't find them this year. Yeah. 
I know a guy with an eye problem. When he's looking, when he's when you are here, he has to look here to see you. Do you get like you are here? He has to look this way to see you. Today he says he has become a guy. Do you understand what a guy is? Yeah, a guy. So it's like when when he has an attitude. I say, straighten your eye before you even raise your shoulder. Ah! Ah! Stop that! We took you in as you are wrapped like that. Then now suddenly you say you are raising your shoulder. I say, hey, don't worry. What goes around comes around. Just wait. It's just a matter of time. Life will go a full cycle. And you come and, you come and be at that place again. We are waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> just wait for the full cycle. Just wait for what? The full cycle. That's why we must win souls as a church. Key number two, I close with this one. I close with this one. Is the key of anakazo. Is the key of anakazo. To build a church with 1,000 members, 100 basenters with 10 members each. Every basenta leader must learn anakazo. Anakazo. Luke chapter 14. Luke chapter 14. Bible says, a certain man made a great supper. Luke 14, 16. A certain man made a great supper and bade many. And he sent his servant at supper time to tell them that they would come for all things are ready. And they all with one concern began to make excuse. The first said, I bought a piece of ground. And I must need go see it. I pray thee have me excuse. The second said, I've bought five yoke of oxen. I go to prove them. I pray thee have me excuse. And the third said, I've married a wife, therefore I cannot come. And the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go quickly into the highways and the byways and compel them. He says, Go. Being angry, said, go quickly into the streets and into the lanes of the city and bring them hither, the poor, the maimed, the halt, and the blind. And the servant said, it is done as thou hast commanded, and there's yet still room. 23. And the Lord of the servant said, go out into the highways and into the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. Now, we see somebody who successfully filled a house and had his party from this piece of scripture. What was the unique thing about this guy? Number one, this guy was determined not to have an empty house. He planned his party. He planned to have a thousand member church and everything. He invited many people, but he was determined not to have an empty house. We must be determined not to have a small house, a church, this type of church with small people, few people know. You, we have to be determined. I feel that sometimes we are comfortable with our small numbers. We are okay with our small numbers. And we comfort ourselves with the scripture that says, where two or three are gathered in my name, I am in your midst. So we are comfortable with these numbers. That is why our numbers don't increase. We are okay. We are okay. You come to church, 77 people are in church, you are happy, you are okay. You can't be okay on a Sunday morning. You cannot be okay. The, in fact, the absence of the people should 
provoke an angry meeting. Yeah. Oh, Bishop, but if we have an angry meeting, does it mean, will it change that? It won't change the thing on the day, but it will change it in the future. Yeah. It should provoke something. Sometimes you go to church, nobody comes. I, I, I visited one of our branches in a place called Who, and the pastor's wife was telling me that, was just telling us a story of one day a certain pastor went to church. And people didn't come to church. So he said, he said to the few people who were in the church, let's go out on Anakazo. Let's go and take people from the street and bring them to church. So they went the first time. They didn't come with people. And he sent them out again. So there was this military officer in the church. So first, when they sent them, they all walked. When they, he, they came, the pastor said, no, you, we, we are not going to have the church until we have people in the church. Go out again and go and bring people. This time when he was going, he sparked his peace goer. Is it a peace goer? Yeah, he sparked his peace goer. And he drove straight to the market. And he got off. And he called one person, let's go to church. If you don't, I'll slap you right now. <laughs> he, 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 he just collected them from the market like he was catching things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah. Hey. Get into the car. And when you see his boot and his uniform, you'll be afraid. Just go all of them. Pack them into the car like this and spark the car and came to church. Yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, there's one person in the church who testified that he's among the people. The guy told, if you don't enter the car, I'll slap you right now. <laughs> yeah. That's how he came to the church. Yeah. He collected about six, eight people into the back of his car. And he brought them into the church. That's how that guy, that guy is the last man standing of that group. But that's how the guys have been in the church for eight years since that day. Yeah, but this is, I mean, normally, I wouldn't come to church. He had to take a soldier man to catch me like a thief. we are okay with the numbers we have, the church will never grow before our eyes. Because we'll make excuses for why it is empty. Oh, it was raining. Oh, it was shining. Oh, it was quaking. Oh, it was thundering. Oh, there was a hurricane. Oh, there was a tsunami. Oh, there was a flood. Oh, like that. Now that hailstones, hailstones come all the time. Oh, it was hailing. All these things. But we have to get to a point where it's like, we do not want to have an empty house. This man didn't want to have an He invited many people. If we're going to have a church of 1,000 people, let me give you five keys about an Akazo. If we're going to have a church of 1,000 people, we have to invite about 5,000 people. I said we have, we have to invite about how many people? 5,000 people. Yeah. If you use the parable of the sower, Jesus gave us a story where the person sowed in four different grounds and only one yielded. If we use that, it means one out of four is what brings results. One out of four. So if we are looking for uh, 1,000, at least 4,000 we must invite. Many of us don't make room for the people who are going to ghost us. Meanwhile, you ghosted us so many times. Let, let, me, let me, please, let me go this way. You ghosted us so many times before you finally came to church. Why is it that now when it's your turn, you think people will not ghost you? Hey, 
the seeds you have sown, you have to pay for the seeds. Yeah. So, yeah, you have to pay. Because you, you ghosted as you stole past the spa. Then you run into the kitchen. Then you run here. Then you run here. Then you hide under the bed. Then you go here. Just want you. You. Just, yeah, you have entered the pot and they are boiling water. So, they start to boil you. In the pot. Yeah. Look. One day, somebody was running away from this type of thing. And then he tried to jump a wall. And then he fell down. And I was called to come and pray for him. Yeah, they called Nankum Fundis. Come and pray for him. So I asked, where, where were you going? Even another story comes around, but I don't think it's, I can tell you right now. This one is about a thief. One of Dr. Lamless' patients. He had gone to steal. The, the, I'll tell you the story to a point. Then you picture the rest. So he jumped. He was jumping over a wall. And the wall was those walls with spikes on it. So when he climbed the wall, then he slipped. And he sat on the wall. Do, do you get a story? Everybody understands the story. So, one of the spikes, like he sat on three. Yeah. So, one went this way, one went this way, but the one in the middle. No, this is not my story. It's Dr. Lamla. You know Dr. Lamla. Sunday morning, she was called from church, a patient. This was, so when the, peop, when the people came, when they saw it, they didn't even call the police. It's like, oh, when he comes down, when he comes down from there, we'll call the police. So the people, the people in the area were just standing there watching. It's like, there's no need to call the police or anything. No, no, no. Where he's, so he's not going anywhere. He's okay where he is. And blood was just running on the wall like that. When we go out, we have to invite many people. The first thing about this guy was that he invited many. The Bible says he, a certain man had a great supper and he bade many. But guess what? When it was time for the people to come to the supper, they started to make excuses. The people we are going there to invite to come and fill the church, they will all have excuses. They will have stories. To be able to succeed, we have to learn to overcome their stories and their excuses. One of them said, I bought a field. I'm going to inspect it. Another said, I bought five yoke of oxen. I'm going to try it. Someone, another said, I have married. I've got a wife. I can't come. I think when people marry, they become proud. Because this one, they just said, I've got a wife, therefore I cannot come. He didn't even say excuse. He said, I cannot come. Easy man. Yeah, he said, I cannot come. People will have reasons. Some of the reasons, is it me? I should put it in the mic. Okay. Yeah. My mic is red. Oh, okay. Give me another mic and take this. 
Yeah. Good. It's a local match, so don't, don't be afraid. He said, I cannot come. Most of the people we are going to invite, they have reasons why they cannot come. Life is not easy like it was before. Everybody's busy with something, one thing or another. Do you get it? Everybody's busy. So if you don't learn how to, you see, three things we must learn, how to overcome people's lies. Do you get it? How to overcome people's lies. Sometimes whatever they are telling you, they are lying. They are just lying. Are you ready? They are just lying. That's all. 30% plus of excuses are just lies. They are just lies. If you have married a wife and somebody's inviting you for a party. If you have bought a land, is it in the night that you go and inspect the land? Are you looking for mosquitoes? Or squatters? What are you going to look for in the night? Look, 30% of people's excuses are lies. They just find a lie that suits you, then they give it to you. So if you are somebody who accepts the lies easily, that's it. You have nobody. Then the other set are just excuses. It's like reasons why they think they can't do the thing. Reasons also, I don't have the right clothes. Yeah, I don't have the right clothes. Everybody is dressed. I don't have shoes. I don't have this. Everybody will wear nice clothes. That's why we are, we are able to wear anything that we have. When you come to the church, you have a cross session. Some people have dressed super nice. Some people have dressed super low. So it's all, we are all the same in the church. Whatever you have, wear and come. One pastor, one of our pastors here, he was with a group of people. They told him, we don't have clothes to wear. He came, he organized clothes from all of us, and he went to give it to the people. They still did not come. They took it. You will see them wearing his clothes that he has taken for in town. Even updating their status with the clothes that he had given them still will not come to the church. Yeah. Then the third set is genuine things, like genuine reasons why they can't make it. Genuine reasons why they can't make it. And we must learn to help those people. You see, somebody says, oh, like, I remember one day, somebody went to promise, somebody had to do some studies or something, one of these courses. Then the person was invited, said, you come, when we finish church, I'll teach you, I'll help you with the studies. So later when I heard about it, I said, oh, Charlie, that's very, very, and the person came. That's very, very smart, you know. But then I thought of what you say you are going to teach the person, do you know it? Do you know it? You are now coming to teach the person physics. Meanwhile, you yourself, you couldn't pass physics. But that's it. It's a way making. If you look, I can't do physics. I'll find another person. Musa can do physics. Come and teach the guy physics for me. Yeah. We must become people who make ways for people. Some of the people where they are, they cannot come. We have to physically go and fetch them and bring them. It's a way making thing. If we don't learn to add it to the way we do church, we cannot do church. Nobody will be saved. Nobody will be saved. Nobody will be saved. Some of you here must decide that, look, every month I'm going to contribute towards transportation of people to church. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Bishop, ask for me. I can't go to uh, Eastwood to go and bring the people, but the person who goes to Eastwood, this is some hundred runs. Even if he's going to use to Uber people, or even one day, uh, this is my contribution. Yeah, why not? Because without that, look, the people who will fill the church, they can't come from. Hmm. 
modern societies don't have time for God. They will come from far. And if they are coming from far, somebody has to transport them. Somebody has to bear the cost to bring them from far and from near, perhaps. But from far, somebody has to bear the cost. Some of you must rise up. We had a girl here. She said, I can give 100 rounds towards transport. Do you know what our transport bill as a church is? You have no idea. But she said, I can give. I read. Every time I think of this, I remember this small girl. I said, God bless you. It's just 100 rounds a month. We will use it one Sunday to not even be enough. But we remember your effort. At least you thought about it. And you, you, you wanted to do something. Yeah. Then, after the people gave excuses that they won't come, the man said, look, now the strategy that we have to use, it needs force. It needs force. I think what is missing from our evangelism as a church is the use of force. It's the use of force. The word compel is from the word force. That's the word anakazo, which means to force, to compel, to force, to necessitate, to make it necessary, to make it impossible for the person not to do what you're asking them to do. Some of the people, we have to force them. Like this guy who was giving me the testimony when I visited that church. The soldier man said, if you don't enter into I will slap you. Such a person doesn't respond to nice tweets. You I'll buy you Coca-Cola. He say, no, no, no. He doesn't respond. He only responds to force. Some of the wildest people we will have in the church, if we don't force them into the church, we will never have them in the church. We have been made. You see, as a country, because we just had freedom yesterday or the day before yesterday, we have been made to believe that anything that presses us it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. That's what we've been made to believe. But look, for some things, we need to be forced to do them. Some of you will still not be brushing your teeth today if your parents didn't beat it into you. Yeah. Even with all the beatings that you were beating, some of you still don't brush your teeth. Yeah. You will see around four o'clock, you have still not brushed your teeth. You say, oh, but I didn't go anywhere. Oh! But I'm alone in the house. An unbrushed mouth is first a danger to you yourself. Before the, One day I went to pick a certain guy who we were going somewhere. I got there after midday or something. When I got there, he was now brushing his teeth with a gallon. I said, ah! So you have been awake the whole day. You've not brushed your teeth. You are now brushing your teeth. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Ah, Nobile, were you there? You were there. Thank you very much. Yeah, Nobile was there. Oh, you were there. Most definitely, you were there. Nobile was there. You were there. I don't know who else was there, but Nobile was there. You were there. I, no, LP Joel was not there. Lindo, were you there? You were not there. Okay, okay. But I remember Nobile was there. Yeah. And if we didn't beat it into you, you will still not be brushing your teeth. If you are so, you have the right. It's a human right, fundamental human right under the Bill of Rights in the UN Charter. Let's leave you to decide when to brush your teeth. Do you think you will learn how to brush your teeth? 
some of you would never back. Never back. Never back. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, usually I say that ladies don't like bad things. Then the men will be arguing, the young men will be arguing. When they marry, then they come and agree with me. They don't like to bat at all. Hey! They will tell you we are not going anywhere. I'm at home. I'm just going to sleep. Yeah. Ah, yellow bones don't bat. Okay, I don't know that, but. Yeah. It's not to say that brothers like bad things. Brothers are worse. 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 But we had to force it. Some of the good habits you have today, your parents forced it into you. Forced it into you. If they were saying, let's rely on rights, there will be so many things you will not learn how to do them. If as a church we don't learn to force people, Compare, you see, like the world is becoming more and more aggressive, more and more aggressive, more and more aggressive in their ways. If we don't become equal now, now even there are some things we can't say in the church. Yeah, there are some things we can't say in the church, although it's the truth, we can't say them because if we say them, they will say it's hate speech. That's how aggressive the world is, has become. Since a black man became the president of the United States, the whole world is bought. Yeah, perhaps even a black man shouldn't have become president. Yeah, since the last, next time I see a black guy darkening the door of the White House. Oh, no. No, no, no. I'm telling you, since the last black guy became president in America, the whole world has turned upside down. Yeah. Now, even they say, when we want to say the Lord's Prayer, we can't say our Father. Can, can you imagine? So, we should, we should say what? Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. So, the world is becoming, has become more aggressive. More aggressive. If we are going to win souls, we also have to become Aggressive aggressive. That is where Anakazo comes in. We have to become aggressive. Some of the people, they don't know. I mean, when you have a child, if you have had a child before, you understand all these things I'm saying. You will see that the child, they don't know what is good for them. If you leave them alone, they'll just be eating sweet, 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 and they'll be sick and they'll be wondering why they are sick. The things that will make them well, they will not eat it. You have to force it on them. Yeah, you put the food in their mouth, then they'll spit it out. You put it, okay, we'll show you what you can. We hold your nose. And then we hold the food. We are waiting for you. As soon as you open your mouth to breathe, we put the food there. Yeah. As soon as you open your mouth to breathe, we put the food there. Some children are stubborn. They won't open. We beat you. You drown in the food. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only way. 
if we don't rise up. So some of you are with your friends. You are just tolerating them. Instead of being one, one church you are trying to bring them to. The favors you have done for them and they've never come. It's time to be aggressive and drag them to church. Yeah, drag them. Drag them. Drag them to church. Yeah, one day I was going to bring some people to church. Then they said they didn't have water. So I took them water to brush their teeth and things. Then I told them, where are the buckets in the house, the gallons and things that they need for the water? They said, I said, they should put it in the car. Let's go and fetch water. Then I put them in the car. Then I took them straight to church. Their gallons are in my boot. And then they are sitting in the church. When we finished the service, I said, now you can fetch the water. Let me go and drop you off at home. What did I promise your mother? I said, we are going to fetch water. We will bring water home. So we brought the water home. Yeah. Brought the water. I said, put, the, put it in the boot. Oh, I'll carry it. We'll bring, oh, yes. Then they all sat down. After church, we fetch the water and we took it home. If you do, we don't become aggressive, our churches will be empty. Our churches, and we will preside over the end and the collapse of Christianity. In our time and in our generation, we will preside over the collapse of Christianity. When people have fought and paid with their blood and their lives to hand over Christianity to us, in our time, Christianity will die. Yeah. It's the only way by using force. By using force. So, this time you want to be nice to everybody. And sometimes when you see people who are trying to be nice to everybody, it's not like the people they, they are being nice to need the niceness. So they need it for themselves. They need to feel that they were nice to people. It's a personal. There are people like that. It's a person. Sometimes they have to tell you the truth. They won't tell you the truth because they have a need, an innate desire for you to like them. So, if it means not telling you the truth, they won't tell you the truth because they want you to like them. And sometimes they feel they are helping the people. I said, no, you are just, you, it's for yourself. Get over yourself and be, and be aggressive with what you are doing. You'll be surprised that the same person you are being nice, if you were, if you were to become a little more aggressive, they'll just sit down. They'll just sit straight. They'll just sit straight. One day I was having a camp. One boy was misbehaving at the camp. <laughs> misbehaving at the camp. I told him, listen, I'm here to teach you for a, a few days. Stop this misbehavior. I gave him the first warning. I gave him the second warning. The third time, I said, you know something? Let's go outside. Let me go and beat you and bring you back inside. Yeah. I said, look, listen. Either you go home or I take you outside and beat you and bring you back into the camp. He looked at me. He asked somebody, is he serious? I said, yeah, he's dead serious. From that, he said, I said, uh-huh. <laughs> I said, listen, you are with your grandmother at home. Anything you do, your grandma, because she's old, she just accepts it, so you think that's all. I will take you outside, beat you, and bring you back inside. <gasps> I said, yes. From, he was sitting in the corner like that, like where Rati was sitting. Just uh, calm there coolly. He couldn't even blink his eye again. <laughs> per adventure, if he starts there. Yeah, and sat through the camp. Yeah, you would have thought that from that day, the guy would be angry at me. Every day the guy is asking, where am I? Where, where is that? Where is the guy who said he will beat me? That, where is the guy? I want to go. When he heard I've gone to Mansgrave, he said he wants to come to Mansgrave. I said, hey, that's how it works. 
He has had, he has not, all his life, he has not had anybody straighten him up before. Some of the people, to do the right thing. Not that you are, you are forcing the person to do something, but you are straightening it up to do the right thing. Let's rise up and grab some. Look, Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is coming soon. And people are dying and going to hell. We cannot joke with it anymore. Yeah, it's an emergency. Imagine you had an emergency at home and the, the ambulance is coming. May you not have an emergency at home. But the ambulance is coming. Then he meets his friend on the way. Then he decides to stop and have some chat with his friends. And the light is on. Wing, 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 and then he's chatting. No, it's an emergency. Christians, let's wake up. Let's wake up. Let's wake up. This man didn't want to have an empty house. So he said, go and drag them in. You need a certain force to bring them in. If we become that church, you will be surprised that your quota of 10 people that I gave you, before long you will have your 10 people and you will be moving with your 10 people. And if everybody rises up with their 10 people, suddenly you will see 1,000 people in the church. 1,000 people in the church. I pray that God gives us the grace in this year that we are in to make this fervent attempt on this thing of building a great house for the Lord through evangelism and through anakazo. We will see our churches fill up before our eyes. Yes, we will see our churches fill up. Our meetings will start getting fuller and fuller and fuller. I mean, you have had a taxi. The taxi takes 15 people. You are paying 400 rands for the taxi and there are seven people in the taxi. And you are also sitting in front with your seatbelt on. You are happy coming. Hey! Should tell the taxi driver, no, 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 taxi. Let's stop here. We are going to catch some four people to add them because we are going to pay anyway. We are paying anyway. So let's catch some people and fill the taxi before we go to church. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have been shouting tower and tower and tower and fill the bus and bring them to church. Yeah. Yeah, it's on 20, it's on 20, it's on 20. Then we bring them to the on 20. Yeah. I pray that God gives us that strength. That strength. That strength. Bible says, and when they had prayed, Acts 4.31, the, the place where they were gathered began to shake and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And they speak the word of God with boldness. My prayer is that God will give us that boldness that we need. That boldness that we need to build the house of the Lord. To, to use the force needed. Look, there are some people you have to physically drive them. Some of them you have to blackmail them. Hey! Some of them you have to threaten them. Yeah. To bring them to Christ. When they find Christ, they will be so happy. They'll say, oh, thank you. Thank you for what you did. Thank you if it's not you. That, the guy said to me, me, I don't respond to anything. But when I saw a soldier man in his uniform, and when he raised his hand like this, that he would slap me, I was afraid. I entered into the car. Even when I was car, I said, wherever he's taking me, I won't go there again. But when I came, the pastor preached, I received Jesus. I've been coming. It's been eight years. I've been coming up to today. Eight years. So anytime I, I, I see the soldier man, I'm so happy that he threatened me with that slap to bring me to the church. I pray that God gives us that grace to build something fantastic for him in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. Amen.
I want you to pray for yourself just shortly as we close. That God should fill you with the spirit. You see, yesterday we prayed for a heart for the lost. Is that not so? Yes. Now, what we need in addition to that heart is the spirit of boldness. So I want us to pray. Every single person, pray for yourself. That Lord, give me the spirit of boldness. Boldness. The Bible says the righteous is as bold as a lion. Give me the spirit of a lion. Give me the spirit of boldness. That any time I go out there, I'll be filled with boldness and with strength. To fo- my colleagues at work, my friends at home, my, my family members, my friends in school. I'll be filled with boldness to compel them into the house of the Lord. Lift your voice. Just begin to pray for yourself for a moment or two. Say, Lord, fill me with boldness. 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 Fill me with boldness, Lord. In the name of Jesus. 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 Fill me, Lord. Fill me with boldness, O God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fill me, O God. 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 Fill me with boldness. Fill me with boldness, God. Fill me with boldness, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Man, Fill me with boldness, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Make me as bold as a lion. Make me as bold as a lion, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Take shyness away, Lord. Take shyness away, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, fill everybody here with boldness, Lord. The spirit of boldness, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Boldness, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. 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 To the Lord and to church. Okay? Maybe right now as I'm speaking, you don't have even one person. Maybe even you are now deciding that, oh, okay, I have to bring 10 people. You are now deciding to. One of us pray 
and, and call these people in the spirit. Do you see? Now, we are, not going, we are not looking for people who go to another church, somebody's church members. No, we are not breaking somebody's church to build a church. Then the kingdom of God doesn't gain anything. Do you get it? We are praying for 10 unchurched people each who we will bring to come and know the Lord and plant them in the house of the Lord. Now, these people, their master is Satan. Satan will not give them to us easily like that. If you were Satan, God forbid, you will not give them away like that. Do you get it? So we want to go into the spirit and bind the devil and pray that these people be released in the spirit to us before even we launch out. Some of the people, some of you are going to meet some of them on Saturday. Some of the people, you are going to meet them tomorrow. But until they have been released, if you meet them tomorrow, you will not be successful with them. But once we go into the spirit and we pray, there will be a release. Some of you, the people themselves will come to you and say, we want to go to church with you on Sunday. We want to go to church. There will be a testimony like that. Just wait for it. We want to go to church with you on Sunday. We want to just go. But it will first start by us going into the spirit and praying for these people. So I want everybody under the sound of my voice to pray for your ten. The Lord, release ten people to me. Yes, Jesus. Release ten people to me. I bind their master, the devil, yes, that he will release ten of them to me to bring them to church and to plant them in the church. Yes, in the name of Jesus, yeah, begin to pray. Begin to pray for yourself. Jesus. 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 We pray in the name of Jesus. As you make us captains of tents, Lord. Captains of tents, Lord. Captains of tents, Lord. We pray. And we say, release ten people from the grip of the devil to each and every one here present, O Lord. In the name of Jesus, we restrict their master. We restrict their master, the devil. We bind him now. We lose your hold. Lose your hold on these souls. Lose your grip on them, Lord. Lose your grip on them, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Release them to us, Lord. Release them to us, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Release them to us, O God. Release them to us, O God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Release them from the east, from the west, from the south, from the north. Release them to us, Lord. Release them to us, O God. Release them to us, O God, in the name of Jesus, as we attempt to build something great for you, Lord. Release them to us, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let there be a release. Let there be a release. Let there be a release, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Let there be a release. Let there be a release. Let there be a release. Release 
Let them be at peace, Lord. Let them be at peace, In the name of Jesus. La Papa Paya. Antolobo Sempaya. Let the fear release. Let the fear release. Release the in the name of Jesus, release them to us, Lord. Release them to us, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I feel a release in the spirit right now. I feel a release in the spirit. Lift your hands and begin to thank God for a harvest. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. For a harvest. Thank you, O God. For a harvest. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. Yes, Jesus. Thank you that everyone under the sound of my voice has become a captain of ten. Yes, Lord. Some captains of fifties. And some captains of hundreds. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for a release. Of souls. From the grip of. The devil. Into our hands. And into the kingdom. Help us. Give us the faith. To go out there. And stretch out the sickle. And reap in a harvest. And draw a harvest in. Lord as we go forth. To cast our net. Let us bring a catch, a bountiful catch yes, Lord. in the name of Jesus. Yes, Jesus. I pray, I curse every evil spirit that will lift itself against us. I curse the spirit of faithlessness. I curse the spirit of discouragement, yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Fill us with boldness and with faith as we go out there to attempt to build something great for you, Lord. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Yes, 
We bless you. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Thank you that this church shall be built up yes, till it sits a thousand members. Amen. Thank you that through the effort of everybody here present, we will all bring in our tens, yes, our fifties, and our hundreds Amen. to build a great house of many vessels for you, Lord. Yes, we bless you. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Oh, say a believing Amen. Amen. You will be surprised the people who start following you to church. Amen. There's been a release of souls in the spirit into amen. you. Amen. To you. Just to become there. Because you have given yourself to become the one who will guide them. God has released them from the grip of amen. Satan. To you. Put your hands together for the Lord quickly. Before I sit down, I just want us to pray for ourselves for one thing. The Bible says in Exodus that you will serve the Lord and he will bless your bread, your water, and your wine. One of the benefits of serving God is for God to bless us. Yeah, one of the benefits when we serve God is that God blesses us. I don't know what you need this year, but this year I believe that God is going to surprise so many people. I said, I believe that God is going to surprise so many people. I don't know what you need from God, but I want to pray with everybody that God meets us at the point of our need this year. That this year marks a turnaround. Whether it's a financial turnaround, whether it's a spiritual turnaround, whether it's a family turnaround, whether it's an academic turnaround, that it will happen to us practically. Practically. So I want us to join our faith together. And pray this prayer. The Lord, as I serve you, let me see this blessing. There's somebody watching me right now. You are believing God for a child. This prayer is the opening of your womb. Yeah. It's the opening of your womb. Right now. I want us all to believe God. I don't know what is the pressing need on your heart. Some of you, it's your health. Some of you, most of you has to do with money. Some of you, it's a job. Some of you, it's a good job. I want us to believe God and pray about it right now. Jesus said, when you pray, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you have them. Not if you pray, when you pray. So I want to bring that prayer to the altar right now and pray and say, Lord, meet me. Somebody here is your permit. Believe God for it right now. Believe God for it right now. Lift your voice wherever you are. You know what you are looking for. Begin to speak to God about yes, it Lord. right now. Begin to yes, speak Jesus. to God about it. Yeah, we will record many miracles, many breakthroughs, and many testimonies. Right now, begin to pray. Ask God for it now. Now, some of you, what you actually need is a second chance. Ask God for it right now. A redo. Redo. A redo. Just ask God, God for it right now. As we serve, as we serve you, Lord, bring this need. Meet this need, Lord. Meet this need. This is on my heart. I've been crying over it for a long time. Lord, meet this need. Meet this need, oh God. Meet this need, oh God. In the name of Jesus. 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 Meet this need, Lord. Meet this need, Lord. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Man payola Meloba so payola basa. Mekobo si payola. Rampe po payola. Pempo laba. Rapa loba. Sem payola. Tempa totayelo. Rampe loba. Kapayala. Mama 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 mama. Rope lo tayola. Tayola pempo kayelo basa. Meloba so payelo basa. Lord, move through this congregation, Lord, and meet every need represented here, Lord. Meet every need represented here, Lord. New opportunities, breakthroughs, Lord. Let it come to pass. Let it come to pass. Let it come to pass. Do it, Lord. 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 As we serve you. As we serve you. Do it, Lord. 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 Makaya labasa pepoya. Yato mayeko taye mbaya. Leko taye mto labasa. Yato maleboso. Yata taya labasa kepoya. Yabalo basi mbaya. that we shall save you and you will bless our bread and our water and you will take sickness out of our midst. I pray in the name of Jesus. Them that are here for bread, give them bread. Them that are here for water, give them water. Them that are here for healing, heal them Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Breakthroughs Lord. Miracles, Lord. Victory, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Make it happen, O oh God. Do it, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. As we give ourselves for your service, Lord. Come through for us. Give us a testimony. Give us a reason to celebrate you. Give us a reason to give you glory. In the name of Jesus. Turn around our captivity, O oh God. And let us sing. And let us laugh. And let us celebrate, Lord. In the name of Jesus. I pray. Every discouraged heart here, Lord. Bring new hope. New life. New hope. In the name of Jesus. Restoration of hope right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, when men are cast down, thou shalt declare a lifting up. I declare 
and lifting up in this congregation right now in the name of Jesus. Turn situations around. Give us reasons to celebrate you. Let us say with the children of Israel how God turned again the captivity of Zion. We were like them that dreamt, Lord. Let it be like a dream to us, O oh God. Then said they that are in the hidden, the Lord has done great things for them. Let even unbelievers see the great things you have done for us in the name of Jesus. We declare this year will be that year of promise. This year will be that year that we will see the victory in the name of Jesus. Let it come to pass, Lord. Let every lifted hand be a blessed hand, O God, in the name of Jesus. Grant everybody here present a special skill. A special skill, Lord, in the name of Jesus to break through in everything that they do, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise. We thank you in advance for stories, for testimonies, for songs, for laughters that we are going to laugh in this year, for celebrations that are ahead of us in the name of Jesus. We know that you are able to do what you said you will do. We bless you. We give you glory. We thank you. Let the beginning of breakthroughs commence now. Let the season of breakthroughs commence immediately in the name of Jesus. Let, this, let us see your victories and your miracles with our eyes. And let us give you glory. We thank you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Your life is blessed. Your family is blessed. Your school is blessed. Your business is blessed. Your marriage is blessed. Every part of you is blessed. You are walking into a blessing from today. In the name of Jesus, you will become the carrier of a blessing. Let me tell you something. You see, Abraham, Abraham had a normal family. Normal family. Nothing was said about them until God decided to use Abraham. From the day God decided to use Abraham, Abraham became a carrier of God's blessings. It is Abraham's blessings that we are walking in up to today. That blessing has transcended generation after generation after generation that today we are also walking in Abraham's blessing. So from today as you have decided I'm going to give myself for God to use for his church. Oh, you have become a carrier. A carrier of a blessing. A carrier of a blessing. A carrier. A carrier of a blessing. A carrier. It's like you are carrying the blessing. People will associate with you and they will also be blessed. When they stop associating with you, the blessing will end. Yeah. Lot associated with Abraham, he was blessed. When he stopped associating with Abraham, his problem started. That's when he realized that Abraham is actually the carrier. It's not like God has blessed all of us. Abraham is the one who carries the blessing. From today, you are becoming that person who carries the blessing. Yeah. Look, I went for a funeral just last weekend. I tell you this and I close. I mean, the children, grandchildren, everything. We were all there. They, they, doing, they did the funeral, everything. When they finished, they started to do acknowledgement. So they mentioned the um, MP. They acknowledged the MP, acknowledged this big man, acknowledged this big man. 
I was sitting at the back there coolly with my, my sunglasses on in my corner, minding my own business. Out of nowhere, I heard, and the Bishop of Lighthouse Chapel, Bishop Daniel, I couldn't even believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, I've gone as grandchild, sitting in my corner with my shades on. I don't even want anybody to see me. Sitting in my corner, just watching straight. I just said, and the bishop of, so I, I look around, I said, hey, maybe there's some, because I wasn't the only lighthouse bishop that was there. There were two other lighthouse bishops there. So I said, oh, maybe it's this guy. Then I just said, my bishop Daniel Harley. Hey. So I had to stand up and collect some fans. Yeah. And then I sat down coolly. When they finished, everybody was looking at, which one is this? So, as usual, with my shades on, just watching the ground. In my corner. When I got to the family house, now everybody wants to come and say something to me. Oh, do you remember me? I said, Abba, I came here yesterday. You didn't come and tell me. Do you remember me? But from the church, once they acknowledge me, they, I, that's when I realized I'm a carrier of a blessing. Yeah, a carrier of a blessing. Yeah. I carry a blessing. Yeah. Look, on the Sunday afternoon, I was there when my grandfather, my granduncle, is a Catholic, senior Catholic priest. He came. He came to the case, the place. When he came, every, they were all greeting him. So I was also, so I was far away there and I heard that he had come. So I said, oh, let me go and say hello to him. As I was coming, I could hear him asking, where is Bishop? Where, any, anybody who's greeting, he's like, where is Bishop? Where is Bishop? He's just asking all the people, where is Bishop? And he, now he's old, so he can't see very far. So he can only see those who are immediate. He just kept asking the people, where is Bishop? Where is Bishop? Where is Bishop? So somebody, like, we are all going. It's, it's everybody's grandfather, so everybody's going some. So it's like they said, now they started to make way. The, the grandchildren, the children, everybody started to, because he's only asking of one person. Where is Bishop? Where is Bishop? Where is Bishop? So I, I put my palm in, I said, I'm here. They said, is this bishop? Say, yes, it's me. Let's take a picture. Yeah. Yeah. I realized that I'm a carrier. You are becoming the carrier of a blessing in your family. You are the one who's carrying the blessing in your family because you have given your life to save God. To save God. To save God. From today, your story is changing. I say your story is What's the song we sang from the bit? My status is changing. Your story is changing. I said, what? Your story is changing. Either too, it's just been bad news, bad news, bad news. Today you have brought this problem. Tomorrow there's this issue. Tomorrow there's this. Even what you have not done, they say it's you and all this. But from today, it is changing. It is changing. It is changing. Because you have become a carrier of God's blessings. Of God's blessings. Your story is changing. Amen. It has changed. Amen. Believe it wherever you are. Believe it wherever you are. The, the, the time has passed. Believe it wherever you are. Your story has changed. Yeah. Oh, yes. I said, oh, yes. Oh, yes. I see an open letter with your name on it. Yeah. There's somebody here you have been waiting for NASFAS to respond to you. This is your week of response. Yeah. This is your week of... I said this is your week of response. I just saw an open letter with somebody's name on it. 
It's your letter. It's your name on it. It's coming to pass. It's coming to pass. It's coming to pass. Lift your hands and just thank God finally as we close. Just thank God. Your season of breakthrough has come. You have become the carrier of a blessing. You have become a carrier of a blessing. Thank God that you are the blessed one. You are the blessed one. You carry the blessing. You carry the blessing. You can. If you are in a business, you are the carrier of the blessing. You are the main partner in the business. You are the carrier. They remove you from the partnership. The business has ended because you are the carrier. You are the carrier of the blessing. You are the carrier of the blessing. You are the carrier of the blessing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. We bless you. In the name of Jesus. To better day. I'm on my way. This is your story. I'm on my way. I'm on my way to better days, to better days. Say my status is changing. Come on. My status is changing. No more decline. No more decline. I'm on my way to better days. Come on. Believe it. Say my status is changing. My status is changing. There's no more decline. There's no Your story has, has changed. changed. Has I'm on my way. I'm on my way to better day. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm on my way to better days. To better days. Say I'm on my way.
this year, you know, some of you cried last year. Different issues made you cry. But this year, somebody even said a lot of issues made you cry. This year, a lot of issues will make you celebrate and will make you laugh. Oh, yes. For every crying you cried last year, you are receiving double joy this year. Yeah? Stories are changing. Every disappointment you faced last year, you are receiving double appointment this year. Anything you tried last year that didn't work this year, you will try it, it will work, and you will even succeed. Yeah? Believe it. Why? Because we are giving ourselves to serve God. God has no other response to people serving him but to bless them. That's all. That's all. Throughout the Bible, anybody who serves God, God bless the person. He has no, there's no other way. There's no other way. You see, there are people that when you do something to them, they only have one way of responding. Like I, I always say, people think I'm joking, but I'm always here. Anybody who likes me, I like the person. No, I, I mean, once you like me, I can't control myself. I just like you uncontrollably. Yeah. No big, you, 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 once you like me, I like you. That's, my, that's the only way I know how to respond to people who like me. That's it. God also, the only way he knows to respond to people who serve him is to bless them. Yeah, is to bless them. This year you will see God's blessings happen everywhere around you, everywhere around you, everywhere around you, you will see the blessings moving all over the place. Hallelujah. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Want to wrap it up quickly. You are here this evening. Maybe somebody invited you. want to give your life to Jesus before we leave this place. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to ask Jesus to come into your heart to be your Lord and be your Savior. I want to pray with you quickly before we go home. Today we've stretched a bit, but it's the last day. Tomorrow is a holiday. So we'll just relax. We are not coming to church in the evening. All right? But I want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. If you are here like that, every eye closed, every head bow. Lift your right hand. I'll pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. Somebody invited me to church. I came. I want to welcome Jesus into my heart to be my Lord and be my Savior. Please lift up your right hand with me wherever you are. Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Please pray with me for Jesus to come into my heart to be my Lord and be my Savior. I want to pray with you before I take my seat. Quickly, 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 quickly. Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Lift that your hand. Please come to me, my sister. Come to me. I'll pray with you quickly. Just come to me. I'll pray with you. Just come. I'll pray with you quickly. I'll pray with you quickly. Pray this prayer with me. Look at me. Pray this prayer. What's your name? Amanda. Wow. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Satan, Satan, 
Satan, hear me and hear me well. I no longer belong to you. I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Wow, Amanda, God bless you. Father, I pray for Amanda. Help her, keep her. Let her save you. Fill her with your spirit. Plant her in this house in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please put your hands together for Amanda. You see that lady says she wants to tell you something quickly and then you will come back to your seat. Hallelujah. Why don't we celebrate the Lord one more time? Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.